It is an NFL Saturday here on an Arizona Sports Saturday. Mitch and Steve with you. Uh, preparing for an interesting game between two organizations that could not be going through any more uh, turmoil, shall we say? Are you talking about the Ravens and the Browns? No, unfortunately, oh, okay. I'm talking about our Arizona Cardinals uh, who face the Denver Broncos, also going through their own situation over there in Colorado. Uh, and for more details on that, we bring in my good friend Darren McKee from 104.3 The Fan in Denver. He's the host of The Drive. DMAC, thanks so much for uh, giving us some of your perspective today. Oh, Steve, Mitch, it's, it's wonderful to be on with you guys. Um, l- ramping up. To the game, the NFL wish they could forget the Broncos and the Cardinals. Absolutely. It's one of the worst matchups. We were just talking about the Monday night matchup of the Packers and the Rams and how terrible they've both been. And in context of the clout of their organizations, I would argue that the Cardinals and the Broncos are going through worse. Which organization would you rather be going into this game? I guess I'd rather be the Cardinals. Because Kyler Murray uh, is younger, I guess. It's bad, though. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's just a guess. The, the biggest problem the Broncos have, sadly, is Russell Wilson. And while, you know, Nathaniel Hackett's probably going to get fired and George Payton's proved to be a, a lousy GM, um, the, the issue really is Wilson. And, and as Murray theoretically, theoretically, gets older he gets better well you can't say the same for russ so i I guess you guys have the advantage yeah no i'm actually curious because the way you said i don't know if it's you making this opinion in regards to george payton but i'm curious because i as a broncos fan myself i thought he's drafted rather well i thought he had made all of the right moves like i loved the randy gregory signing and then obviously the late round picks have worked out wonders but I think that because of the weight of this Russell Wilson trade, has it created kind of like a black mark on his his very early legacy as Broncos GM? We can go over bad move by bad move. If you want to start with Randy Gregory, this is the guy who's barely played in his NFL career, and he's missed nine games with the Broncos. He is going to come back and play on, I think he's going to play tomorrow, but he's been gone the entire year. Right. And the Broncos could have, if they wanted to, re-sign Von Miller, uh, who sadly has been hurt now with the Bills, but Von obviously had a better year than Randy Gregory, so they didn't want to go in that direction. The the albatross, the, what, what's the, the worst thing is not only what you gave up for Russell Wilson, but doing a contract with them where you didn't have to. Yeah. So they gave up two first, two seconds, and they're in a financial hole that is just, you know, basically impossible to get out of, guys. And, and that's what's really going to cripple this team. Yeah, and speaking of that impossible contract, I mean, I feel like Arizona's kind of going through something similar with their head coach situation, with their GM, Steve Keim, who's now unfortunately on a medical leave of absence. We don't know how long that will last, of course. But it's a similar type of thing that they're going through, right? Because while Russell has had a bad season and you're locked in for so many years and so much money, the Cardinals are feeling something similar with their head coach situation, and you kind of feel like you're stuck. Like, where is there to go? That's that's an interesting question. At least the Cardinals, I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, have a first-round draft pick this year, and it's yeah. looking better and better. <laughs> so I, I, I suppose what the Cardinals have to figure out is do they like the direction Steve Kime, and I hope he, you know, gets better, obviously. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about the medical leave. But, but Steve, I think, was on uh, thin ice to start with and, and was all in with Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. And if Kingsbury and Kyler Murray don't work out, 
how does Steve Kime work out? I, I, I guess I, I, but I don't know all the in particulars that, that you guys do. At least the Cardinals, if they want to reboot, if they do, if they want to start over with a new coach and a new quarterback, you're probably in the right position to do it. Whereas the Broncos are in a world of hurt. You know, you can replace the coach. You just, guys, you just cannot replace the quarterback. If you want to replace uh, Kyler Murray, you can. I mean, it would suck because you put so much into it, but you're in a position that you, you could do it theoretically. And, and, and again, I don't know what the guaranteed money is with Kyler. You guys would know better than I. But you can always at least draft a quarterback if you want to. <laughs> and maybe that quarterback, you know, sits on the bench for a year or two. The Broncos can't even do that. That's how bad it is for Denver. Darren McKee, host of 104.3, The Fan in Denver's The Drive in the afternoons, joined by uh, Derek Wolf. I actually want to ask you about how D. Wolf's doing after we're done. But I want to circle back to Nathaniel Hackett. And I think everybody from like the Broncos fanship perspective was just excited to finally get an offensive mind to be in, char- in charge of this team because the offense had plagued the defense for so many years since Peyton Manning retired. And now the offense is very much more so plaguing the defense, and the defense is playing at a historic level. You don't see any way that Hackett survives beyond this season, do you? Oh, no, I, I absolutely see, see a way. And um, if I was Greg Penner, the owner of the Broncos, or one of the co-owners, the guy that's calling the shots, right. <laughs> I would want one of two things if I was him. I would want a coach to come in who is also going to be a management sort of guy, like a Sean Payton or a Jim Harbaugh, somebody that philosophically we can all go in the same direction. If not for that, if I'm Greg Penner, you know what I would really do? I would keep Nathaniel Hackett and George Payton and Russell Wilson, and I'd be all in for one more year, and either it does all click together or it's easier after 2023 to get rid of them all. I I don't think they're going to do that. I think George Payton is going to realize the best chance that I have, the GM, George Payton, to survive is to bring in a Dan Quinn or a Leslie Frazier or Frank Reich, somebody like that. The Broncos have hired three straight first-time coaches, so I doubt they go down that road. They'll probably hire a retread. So is there a way for Hackett to keep the job? Well, sure, absolutely, because the Broncos have had a ridiculous amount of injuries. And they've lost a lot of close games. Right. So they could clearly go say, hey, listen, it's about to click. Just give it one more year. Look how much better we're going to be. And it was a fascinating decision for the Broncos. Guys, you realize Russell Wilson is cleared. Russell yeah. Wilson is out of the protocol. So it was an organization, uh, organizational decision for, for the betterment of Russell Wilson and perhaps to protect their deep investment to actually not play him. Russell Wilson didn't like it, but it was actually a very, very smart move. So you may see a situation where they just say, listen, we just got to get healthy and we're on the right track. And that way, Hackett could come back. We were talking earlier about motivation for the Arizona Cardinals specifically. You know, what's left to play for if your your quarterback is injured for the foreseeable future? He's not coming back anytime soon. Uh, you don't have the playoff picture. It, it's just not really going to work out mathematically. The Broncos are in a similar situation, except, you know, as, as you mentioned, there's no first-round draft pick to play for. Not that players ever lose intentionally to better a draft pick. That's never really been a motivating factor to begin with. But what is left to motivate the Broncos moving forward? Well, I think a home game for the Broncos helps in this particular game tomorrow. 
I think that's 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 an advantage. Uh, I, I just saw so much quit in the Cardinals last week. I don't know. I don't, I don't, again, I don't know how you guys thought. But, you know, the Broncos were down 27 nothing to the Chiefs and, and made that a competitive game. The Broncos had the ball down less than a touchdown twice against the Chiefs after being down 27 nothing. I mean, I didn't see any heart out of the Cardinals. So I, I think that's the home field is the advantage. Other than that, I, I really don't know, guys. I mean, I guess I'll pick the Broncos to win 6-3, to three, something <laughs> like that. You know, it's, it's, it's a dreadful game on paper. And the only advantage I think the Broncos would have is the, you know, the, the, the pleasure of playing at home. I, I kind of want to ask an out-of-the-box question. I think it's clear that quarterback help or help to make Russell Wilson look like Russell Wilson again it should be at the top of the Broncos list but I'm curious what you think about this would the Broncos consider going after another quarterback not to replace Russ but to replace Brett Rippon and particularly if Rippon can't play up to a good level tomorrow well they should have and they had a chance to you know poach Baker Mayfield and they didn't even try and instead well I'll I'll give you guys a nickel uh, if you know who the Broncos signed onto their practice squad and he has Cardinals roots. I know do you this know? one, unfortunately. Jarek Garantano, I know this one. <laughs> now, how do you know that? How I pay do you too much attention, Darren. I pay too much attention. <laughs> well, we're calling him J-Git uh, for Jarek Guantanamo, and we're just calling him J-Git around here. <laughs> and Nathaniel Hackett this week was asked, uh, you know, uh, about Guarantano. And he said it would be exciting to see him play. And I was like, huh? Why would it be exciting to see him play? Wouldn't it be a nightmare to see him play? Like, what what has this year devolved into? And then I followed up and I asked uh, Coach Hackett, uh, well, Brett Rippon is going to start if if, uh, if Russell Wilson can't go. And he goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, tr- I'm still trying to figure out why the head coach of the Broncos would find it exciting for Jarrett uh, Guarantano to play. Uh, but that, that might happen if there's an injury to Brett Rippon. How about that? And uh, he got cut from the Cardinals practice squad. Isn't that right? Yes. Uh, yeah, that is correct. Hey, uh, DMAC, we really appreciate you spending some time with us, sharing some of your insights on what's going on in Denver. Uh, I think you and I are kind of on the same page. We're not super excited to watch this game tomorrow. No. But it's the one that we're left with. So thanks so much for uh, for talking with us for a few. All right, you guys. You got it. All right, man. Uh, that's Darren McKee from 104.3 The Fan in uh, Denver. Um, great dude. He's got I think some he good was insights. Using a 1960s television or something. Yeah, it must be. Must be, there. must be snowing in Denver. His signal is just <laughs> totally crapping out there at the end. But, I'm actually, uh, kind of bummed. I wanted to ask him how he is with D Wolf and how that's going. I was I was going to ask if he thought the Nuggets and the Suns were better. Oh but, my god. <laughs> well, like, okay. Which team so is better? I to don't make know. things simple, the Nuggets lost to the Lakers last night, and the Lakers lost AD for the entirety of the second half.